What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero in Review. As always, my name is Andrew, and I'm one person of a three-person podcast, Friends Don't Lie. Uh, and our episodes for Avatar Review drop every Thursday around 10 a.m. or so. And then this um, kind of supplement podcast, if you will, My Hero in Review, is just me, Andrew, um, and that drops every Tuesday. Um, first off, before I start into anything, I'm so pleased to see the downloads for uh, this series, to be honest with y'all, when we were talking about this and dreaming about this on like what to do for uh, year two of our podcast, and I was like, I want to try something different. I've never done a one. I mean, starting a podcast in general is a new thing for me, um, Abby and Ethan, but I've never done a solo podcast. And I'm really passionate about Avatar, also about My Hero, and it's really tough for all three of us to record uh, twice a week, um, at least for an hour or so. So I was like, well, what if I did a solo one? And I honestly thought it was just going to be me and three other people. But to see the downloads of, you know, 15 or more, 20 or more for episode is really, really just encouraging. And so if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoy it, please share it on social media. Please tell uh, your friends and family about My Hero in Review. Again, it's just me. It's a solo podcast, a little different, a little shorter, but I hope you still enjoy the content as well because My Hero is such an amazing show and to uh, kind of sit and dialogue about it um, is always fun. And if you have any thoughts and your questions and you want me to read on air or read on for this podcast, I would love to see them. If you DM me on, on Friends Don't Lie Podcast at FDL Podcast on Twitter, or you can find Andrew Lewis as well, um, and you can DM me there. And I would love to see your responses and what are your thoughts about the episode or about the show in general um, that we can just celebrate my hero together. Uh, so as always, uh, for, this, for these episodes, I always start off with... Um, kind of what I've been reading or watching or playing. Uh, and for this week, you guys, I have, well, one thing, if you have an iPad, if you, you know, I wouldn't recommend this on your iPhone, but if you have an iPad and, or if you're someone that uses Apple Books, maybe on your MacBook or whatever, highly recommend. And if you're into graphic novels, if you're into comics, highly recommend uh, checking that out. Right now, there is a sale for a lot of Batman content. And if Batman is your thing, and if you really, really like um, DC and Batman or superhero stuff in general, which I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you do, uh, because my hero is all about superheroes. Um, you can't go wrong with Batman. Uh, there is almost, I think I started skimming. There's at least 30 comics or more that are for sale, at least are uh, $5.99. So you're paying um, $6 for some really, really high-quality content. Uh, you can buy multiple like I have, no shame, no regrets, uh, and uh, have really, really been enjoying them. I've only read uh, two or three. I've read three so far, and I'll, I'll talk about them and give you quick reviews about them. Uh, so the first I read was Hush, um, and uh, which is there is a movie for that as well, which is really really cool to see a, a new villain that I don't know. I think Batman villains and Spider Man villains are some of the most well known villains in the superhero multiverse, if you will. And to see a new uh, DC villain, especially a Batman villain that I didn't know much about, and to see the twists and turns, and also it's kind of a love story as well for Catwoman. 
and uh, but there's a lot of twist and you know there's always like is Catwoman Catwoman good is she doing the best for Batman or is she doing the best for herself which is always her dilemma every time she's on screen every time you read and anything she's in which makes her character just so interesting uh, but there's also backstory about Bruce Wayne and about his life and his childhood friend and friends and how that plays into current day with Batman as well. And so I highly recommend that one. And the second one I read was The Killing Joke. Uh, and if you know Batman's story or lore, that this is a very, very popular comic. I personally was not that impressed with it. Um, and maybe when it came out, it was shocking for its time. Uh, but there is a lot of there's some graphic stuff surprisingly, which I'm not used to in a Batman story, and uh, which is kind of funny because Batman is grittier, a little more serious uh, than you know maybe you find on Marvel pages uh, if you pick up those comics. Not that Marvel can't be serious, but usually uh, DC and Batman is just known to be serious kind of all the time. Uh, but this one was like a little step further. Uh, and uh, Joker does some crazy things. So if you're going to read that comic, I, I recommend you check it out. Um, and if that stuff doesn't bother you, then uh, then read it. And it didn't really bother me, but you know, if you're going to have shock value for things but not a lot of story behind it, it just falls flat. Um, and that's what I found with The Killing Joke. And I can see why it's popular. I can see why people say maybe it's one of the most popular Batman stories of all time uh, because of just what happens in there. There are consequences to actions, and the ending is really good for that. But overall, I did not like that one as much. But I still recommend it, but know that it is basically, it is a rated R comic. And so know that if you download that. And then lastly, uh, I read uh, The Long Halloween. And uh, I was not aware of this graphic novel, I was not aware of this uh, Batman story. But apparently this is one of the most famous Batman stories of all time. Uh, and it's not yet to be made into a movie or to be a comic, but there is rumors that this new Batman movie with um, supposed to be coming out next year. They are re rebooting Batman again, um, and I forget his name, but he he's in the Twilight movies, and but and he's the main person. I cannot cannot remember his name right now, but you know who that is, and he's playing Batman. And the rumor is that the storyline is going to follow somewhat closely through this comic. Uh, through this called The Long Halloween. And I have to tell you guys, like it was like reading a really, really good mystery crime uh, novel, and plus with Batman in there as well. Uh, as far as like action, it's a little light uh, because there's a little more dialogue because you're trying to figure out who this killer is. And if you go in with this idea of like, wow, this is like a mystery novel, you know, our Sherlock Holmes story, if you will, that Batman is a detective trying to figure out who is the holiday killer that is doing all these all these killings every holiday. And, uh, and of course, there's other villains that get in there as well. And the story has a lot of twists and a lot of turns. And the ending was very, very surprising. I did not expect at all. And you think you have it figured out, and you think you know who it is, and in a way, you are right. But then also, the way the ending plays out, you're also wrong. <laughs> I know that sounds doesn't make any sense, but I hope that captivates you or piques your interest a little bit, that you would see, that you would go pick it up. And so if you're interested in that, highly, highly recommend as well. And then secondly, I... Uh, Two big video games I talked about, an Avatar review, if you listen to both of the podcasts, uh, the new Paper Mario, the Origami King, and 
also Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I'm actually recording this podcast a little earlier than I would, so I've not played Ghost, but from what I hear, it is incredible, and I cannot wait to go pick it up. I'm actually going to go pick up my copy later today and start it up, and so I will definitely have more of a review or more of an insight, if you will, for the game next week for you guys, but not today, but I did get to play some Paper Mario. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, I uh, really, really like it. Now, I've not played any Paper Marios before, so I'm, I know that there are a lot of uh, probably Paper Mario people out there that know I know they know a lot more than I do. But this being my first ever Paper Mario, I'm like super, super enjoying it. And I'm only about maybe a couple hours in, but to see the the world and what you do and, and having Mario be more of a RPG, if you will, because he has a health bar, he has an HP bar of like 50, and you get to kind of travel around and not the standard 2D, and just a really, really good change. Uh, and uh, there's some some things you might not expect. Some villains are actually on, are on Mario's side. You could probably guess who those are because the Origami King has taken over everything. So even Bowser is on his side. And just to like... You can keep hitting Bowser with your hammer, and if you know the Mario story, that you're able to just kind of mess with Bowser whenever you want is really, really entertaining. Uh, and just the writing as well. There's there's text dialogue, but it's like real witty. It's real corny, but corny in a good way, and kind of cute as well. And uh, if you're interested of like, man, I just have a Switch, but I haven't really been playing anything, or maybe you're kind of like me, like I think I've done just about everything I can in Animal Crossing, and as much as I love those updates, it's not enough to hold me, you know, for a very, very long time. But I really super, super enjoy from what I've played um, Paper Mario as well. So I highly recommend those uh, those two shout outs if you are interested, if you like comics. And of course, I mean, how, do you, how can you not like Batman? And if you have access to those through Apple Books, I cannot recommend that enough, even if you're going to buy one. If you're going to choose one out of the three I recommended, and there's so many more on there that that I haven't even read or downloaded, but I would recommend The Long Halloween for sure uh, if you're going to pick up one of those. And so uh, really, really solid, awesome, awesome uh, content there. Well, uh, this is a My Hero in Review podcast, and we are on Season 1, Episode 4, called The Starting Line, or The Start Line, and uh, so let's jump into it. We see a flashback with UA High School, so it seems like with these first few episodes, there's a flashback of, of what happened the previous episode, and also Midori just kind of talking over everything that's happening. Uh, we all see... Um, he talks about UA High School and how prestigious it is, and then we also see alumni as well. Who who came from? You know, why is UA so prestigious? Uh, and we see that one that All Might came from UA, and then Endeavor, then also the a hero called Best Genus, which is interesting. If you, this is your first time watching, you're like, what the heck does Best Genus do? But you will see. Um, but if you want to be a great hero, UA is the place to be. And if you want to be that pro hero, if you want to be uh, the best of the best, you know, it seems like from what this world is telling us that UA is the place to be. Almost, it kind of reminds you, of, you know, the Harry Potter world, that if you want to be a great wizard or witch in that in that time, you know, you have to go to Hogwarts. You know, other other schools are great, and there's nothing wrong with them, but Hogwarts is the place to be. And so, Midori is stepping into his dream. He wants to be not just a great hero, but he wants to be the greatest hero. 
Okay, I'm going to take a drink of water real quick because uh, my thirst is getting me. Sorry about that, uh, but I'm back. And so we see from uh, last episode as it ended, we're back at the entrance of the exam location. There was a written portion, but now there's a practical portion where they have to go and defeat villains. Uh, and these robots who are representing villains, and they all have points. But remember that there's a zero-point uh, robot that everyone should just avoid, So, which is kind of interesting. So everyone has different points, and uh, it seems like they're going to be scattered all around in this area. But then sometime during this exam, we're going to see the zero-point robot. And what that means, I guess we will see. Uh, so there is a mock battle, and Midori goes over that, as telling us as an audience that uh, they would get as many points as possible in a matter of time. Uh, everyone seems confident, but Midori is not, and as he should be, because he's still trying to figure things out. He's still figuring out his quirk. Uh, and as he's going, he, Midori sees the nice girl that he that kept him from falling. Uh, but as he's going to say hi, uh, someone stops him, and he's the person that stood up. And I'll go ahead and say their name. O Ochako's the name of Ochaka is the name of the nice girl, and then Ida is the name of the person that stops him. Uh, and but we don't know his name yet. But we all we know he's really uptight about following the rules. And he says he's basically watching Midori and says, "Hey, you know what? You shouldn't go uh, talk to her because she's trying to focus." And not only is Ida, you know, talking to him and thinking about him, as we see, which is kind of weird, like, worry about yourself. And then we also see multiple people already looking at Midori, just the way he is, the way he acts, his frame, the way his body type is, that everyone's counting him out. Um, and they don't think he's going to do well at all. But as Midori is always thinking in his head, maybe you can relate to that. Like, that is me. Like, I'm always thinking, always speaking to myself out loud or in my head. And, uh, and so I kind of like how Midori is that way. It makes him very, he's already a very relatable character, but that makes him even more relatable. And the gates open and Midori is already behind because people take off. And then we get a flashback as he's running in that he swallowed the hair. <laughs> you know, if you remember, All Might said, if you want to be a great hero, like you need to uh, do all these things and then swallow the hair. And he's like, well, that's gross. <laughs> you know, all that. And but All Might says one thing, though. He says, you know, your body's going to process it, but you need to take it easy. And if, he, you know, if Midori gets emotional or he, he does something that his body's not ready for, maybe he steps up to a task that he knows that his normal self cannot um, defeat because of his quirk, his new quirk, and his body not being ready will actually uh, hurt him back a lot. And so Midori has that flashback as he's thinking, and uh, he's running into the battle. He runs into all of it, and... Uh, at one point, robot comes out of the wall, and Midori doesn't move, and he's scared, and that, that robot is going to just, you know, basically just mess him up, and then a laser sees him, saves him, and we see uh, a person who can shoot a laser out of their belly button, <laughs> which we will know more about that character later. Um, but he says, man, I'm not going to last much longer, and he's, you know, the, the laser belly button guy says the same thing. And, uh, and as Midori is running around, he sees uh, lots of robots. They're already destroyed, already messed up, all of that. Um, and then we see the nice girl again, Ochaka, and then that she stopped him. Uh, and uh, we kind of see her in action. And as she's destroying robots, she says, okay, that's number 26. And then uh, we see Ida, and he says, I have 45 points. And now Midori is getting so, so um, maybe overwhelmed and so discouraged because he's like, man, like, I can't believe... You know this is happening 
Um, and then we get a kind of cut to the teachers and principal. They're watching the students, and they they press a they press a button. They said, "Now's the time for the real test." And you're kind of like, "Whoa, what does this mean?" Uh, and then they cut back to the students, and we hear the explosion, and then a massive, massive uh, a robot. And it's the zero point robot that they should all avoid. And everyone is running. And everyone, you know, there's like smoke and, and because he's knocking down buildings and all these things and Midori is frozen. Um, and, but I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool is like, as, as this is happening, um, we hear All Might's kind of voice in the background and it says, everyone's true character is revealed when disaster strikes. And then, which is true because who are you, who are you going to be in that moment? Are you going to put yourself first or others and which is interesting because when that happens we see Ida and multiple other heroes you know suppose are other students running the opposite way and he gets a glance at Midori who's so scared and all of that and then we hear two minutes remain and then you know Midori is in his head again and he's saying man everything's about to be wasted all this talking all this all this training all this things I've done 10 months and all this he's like it's about to be thrown out the window and maybe you've had a moment like that like I'm about to waste everything that I've done and we can we can relate to that because we feel like that we can mess up or go too far that we can't recover or we can't get back up you know from whatever we've done Midori's about to have that moment but then he hears a voice and then so Chaka it's the nice girl that that kept him from falling she's stuck under rubble because of this robot that came out of nowhere and you know basically just knock things and something fell on her and she can't get out and so what is Midori going to do and then we get such an amazing amazing moment like the soundtrack in my hero is so underrated it's so so good and then man like when Midori steps into action you know the soundtrack starts going with that that great almost kind of rocky s type music and he runs towards the action when everyone is running away Midori is running towards and what's so awesome about this is he knows that there's only two minutes left and that he has zero points and so he needs to if he's going to get points if he's going to do something to pass this exam he has to run away because he knows he's like there's no points that robot is zero points uh so he's like, this is such a dumb move, but, but you know, how can he run away from that moment? Because he knows that someone is in need, that she is in need, that she cannot get out, that she could actually be seriously hurt. But that is what a true hero is, <clears throat> and 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 that's what the voiceover we see all mine as he continues to talk. He says, "There is no combat points to take on the huge robot, huge robot, but it is a chance to show who you really are, a chance to shine." In body hero, nothing is nobler than nobler than self sacrifice. And he and so what he does in that moment is that he jumps up in the air and he powers up and then he uses his quirk, he uses All Might's quirk, the one one for all, and then he uses everything he has to protect the person in need and it and it destroys the robot. And which is so amazing because one, it just shows you again just how amazing Midoriya's character is that he's not putting himself first, that he's not putting what his dreams, the, the potential of his dreams on the line first. Everything he worked for, he had every reason within him to run away, but he chose to step in and to save and to do the noble thing, even if it was going to cost him everything. 
that like this moment, if you go by the rules that they said, would cost him that he is going to fail. But he had to save someone in need. And I just think that's so amazing for this show. And I think such a great reminder for us as people, like this virus that's going on is so crazy. And what's the first thing that we want to do when stuff like this happens? We want to think of ourselves. We want to save ourselves. And, you know, we should take care of ourselves. But one, do we think of others? Like, how can we help others in time of need? How can we help people that are broken? Maybe it is only by sending a text or or FaceTiming somebody. Or maybe, you know, if you're un- not under restrictions where you have to stay at home, like you can go buy someone's groceries. There are ways that we can put other people first. And there is nothing noble. There is nothing more inspiring than self-sacrifice. And I think we see it around in our lives more than we think we do. And then if we don't, maybe we can be that person that can be a self-sacrificial and help others that are in need. And I think this show does such an amazing reminder of how inspiring that is and one that we can be that person. And yes, it doesn't look as epic as punching a humongous robot, but we can do that for people that need it the most. And it's just such a great reminder of that. And just an awesome moment with the soundtrack and all that. Um, and then as he's falling, time is up. And, oh, well, he falls and then Ochaka stops him from falling, which is amazing. And she just slaps him and it's kind of funny. And then time is up and then he passes out. And now everyone's talking about him and Ida gets it, though. He says, don't they realize what he did, though? He st- stayed and helped when every one person ran. Uh, then we get to see Recovery Girl. And uh, she heals him by kissing him, which is kind of funny. But then we see one week later, and Midori's back home, and he's just overthinking everything. And he's like, man, I failed, I failed. And he just knows it. He just feels it in his heart that he's like, I didn't do enough. Then he finally gets the letter, and it's uh, he opens it. He's staring at it, and he's like, you know, it's just like, man, I don't want another disappointment in my life. Um so he opens it, it's a hologram message, and All Might says, he's a teacher now, and it's kind of funny. He's like, you need to wrap this up, you know, that type of thing. But he got zero points, and then we hear Midori's voice of like, yeah, I know, I know All Might, like, I know I failed. But they show a video of Ochaka coming and saying like, man, I need to give him some of my points because he sacrificed everything for me. I want to repay him. And but. But what the te- what the students didn't know is that there were other parameters for the test for the practical exam, saying that if you were gonna rescue when this you know rescue points because they knew that this robot would cause a big destruction that there were here there were rescue points for doing that and so he got you know sixty rescue points and he passed the written exam and he passed the practical exam and he got into MA or you sorry he got into UA because of what he did. And I love, and I have to end with this, I love what he all might said. He's like, how can a hero, of course, reject someone who puts their life on the line for others? That's what makes a hero. And uh, and so, like, that's just what makes this show so good. That's what makes this moment so amazing is that's what heroes do. And uh, we need more people like that. And instead of going to the internet to voice our what we disagree and what we do maybe we can show um how we want to make a good for others by actions and not just by words because words are good but actions 
our final. And I just think this show does such a great job of reminding us of that. And then the way it ends is that I've gotten into the high school of my dreams. I got into UA. And man, what an amazing episode, episode four is. And we're just only at the beginning of the journey. Uh, and so I hope that you enjoy this series. And maybe if you're rewatching it with me, uh, feel free to to binge it and get ahead and, and come back and listen to the episode and uh, because this show is just so good and it's such a good truth and action and all these things and Midoriya is such a great character, character and it's awesome even if it's just me to just sit down and talk about that character. Well guys I hope that you enjoyed this episode of My Hero in Review and again please follow uh, Friends Don't Lie at FDL Podcast on Twitter uh, and you can follow me personally Andrew Lewis on Twitter you will find that on there and feel free to message me and uh, and uh, just let me know how you think about this episode. And if you enjoyed this uh, this podcast today, and please like and share and review, and I would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Well, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see y'all next week for more, for more My Hero interview. So see you guys later. Goodbye.